came across a very sad news that happened in Nigeria about a young girl named Deborah. She was stoned to death by her classmates because of an alleged blasphemy on Prophet Muhammad. I also read a statement coming from an imam. I quote, he said that anyone who insults the prophet of God, kill him, the imam said. Don't waste time telling the authorities, just kill him. wanted to clarify something because yeah. this religious um, problems have been going on in Nigeria yeah. for quite some time now. And also, we see that in instances where people will disrespect, let's say, my Savior Jesus, and um, I've come across on a personal level somebody insulting my faith. But my first reaction is not to defend my faith with violence. And um, I know that there are peaceful Muslims who are not into this idea of whoever does not believe in what I believe in or whoever is disrespecting holy men of the Quran, I should try to defend them by violence in any means. So don't you think that this will portray an image of violence to the religion that most times I hear from uh, peace-loving Muslims that I have as friends, including my late grandmother and late grandfather, and uh, because I see them as people who fear God, who had that um, sense of humanity and love, and but we see the um, radicalization, especially among young people. It's like because the Bible talks about how it's not good to have zeal without knowledge. Mm-hmm. Zeal without knowledge. Mm-hmm. You cannot be so zealous about a particular religion to the point where whoever does not believe in what you believe in and whoever insults the main figures of your religion and you will fight at them. The Bible mentions that zeal without knowledge is not good. Acquire knowledge. It is not in my right to defend Yahweh, to defend Jesus. My God can defend himself. My question I want to ask you is, is it because of lack of knowledge or different interpretations? Or is it actually in the Quran where it states that whoever does not believe in what you believe in or whoever blasphemes or disrespects the prophet or anyone, they should be killed? That's too extreme. Maybe they should be insulted or slapped, but to be put to death, don't you think that's very, very extreme? First and foremost, what happened to Deborah, uh, I have to say is really sad. But as a Muslim, and as a human being, I would also like to tell society that just because the imam spoke, it does not mean he was speaking for Islam. I'd also like to tell people that Islam did not murder Deborah. Ignorant Muslims did. You see, I, I listened to one of the imams who was calling for more deaths of people that they think or believe were disrespecting 
Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and uh, when i was listening to him i didn't hear him back any of his statements with an ayat or with a verse from the quran or a hadith right but i have this to say especially to the people that claim to protect the kindness of the prophet during uh when the prophet was still alive there was a time a man came to the mosque and started urinating in the mosque and the sahabis who were there the followers of the prophet islam who were there they pulled out their knives and they wanted to cut this man into pieces he was urinating in the mosque do you know what the prophet said he said do not harm him let him finish and one of the reasons he gave is that one if you start to startle him then he's going to urinate all over the mosque and so the mosque is going to become impure at that certain moment and the other wisdom that i get out of that is that the people who killed deborah on their alleged blasphemy what is the possibility of a man going to their mosque in sokoto and starts to urinate in the mosque where that imam that imam heads right do you think and i'm asking anyone out there do you think that person would survive or not my bet is that person would not survive because these are people who are using emotions before even following the hadith or the quran the prophet did not kill the other man who urinated in the mosque and so it shows the kindness of the prophet but what is the possibility of someone surviving in sokoto when he was found urinating in the mosque that's question 1 number 2 there was a lady who shot in the prophet's path every morning and every time he was going for prayers now this lady would come and uh, defecate <laughs> on the roadway and one and there was a time the prophets would not see that anymore like and then he asked his followers what happened to the lady who used to take a shit <laughs> on the roadway whenever i was going to pray and they told the prophet that the lady had gotten sick do you know what the prophet did the prophet visited that lady he went to the market and bought groceries and bought the stuff that you would buy for a sick person and he visited that lady do you know the reaction of the lady the lady cried see all that shows the kindness of the prophet shows how he was more peaceful 
than what most people, than what some people are portraying today in the name of religion. The other thing is, in Islam, we are restricted from having altercations that or discussions that we know might become an altercation, might intensify into a violent altercation. And the reason is, let me give you this example. You see, those young men who stoned Deborah, they were doing it because they, they were probably thinking that that shows that they're so much into Islam and they so much respect the Prophet. But one of the reasons they restrict us from <clears throat> using violence is that what you think you were preventing while using violence, it multiplies. And this is the example. On that day, when the video appeared of an imam calling for more deaths and of Deborah getting stoned, people disrespected the prophet more and Islam more than what they think Deborah might have done. Do you get what I'm saying? And so how are you preventing blasphemy when you are creating more blasphemy? You get what I'm saying? And so I think we need to encourage our people to study more about the religion they claim to love other than just using emotions when engaging with people. Because make no mistake, what happened to Deborah is no excuse. That was murder. The silence of leaders in Nigeria um, is so wrong because I thought, what if a leader's child was killed? What if Deborah was, you know, a child of a leader? Wouldn't that leader have spoken up? So we, we need to start engaging with each other, but with a certain degree, with a high degree of tolerance. The idea of you thinking that everybody knows what you know about your religion is wrong. But the possibility of you engaging with kindness and teaching them of what should be said and what shouldn't is high. Because people listen. Violence does not create peace.